The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Throughout history, dreamers have opened the door for positive change that reshapes the world. Our dreams and stories can also attract individual prosperity and success. Join creative artist Valerie June, Aisha Ophelia, Jacqueline Suskin, and Sarah Walco for The Power of Radical Imagination, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Ignite your radical imagination and cultivate positive change. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This is Angel Talk with me, your host, Rachel Corpus. Let's journey together as we talk to your angels, guides, and loved ones who have crossed over. Are you ready to hear what Spirit has to say? Welcome to Angel Talk. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Angel Talk. I'm Rachel Corpus, angel communicator and psychic medium. And today is a very special day because we have a special guest, Rob Gutro, who is an author, medium, paranormal investigator. I'm going to tell you a little bit about Rob before we bring him in and we share his magic. Rob is an author, paranormal investigator, and medium with Inspired Ghost Tracking of Maryland. He's become known as a pet medium, although he communicates with pets and people who have passed. Since he was a child, he could receive messages from earthbound ghosts or spirits who have crossed over. Rob has three different series of books, Pets in the Afterlife. That series includes Pets in the Afterlife 1, 2, and 3. These books teach how pets communicate from the afterlife and provide examples. His book, Pets in the Afterlife 3, Dog Spirit Signs, was recognized as one of the best books on grief and loss by Book Authority, and it debuted on Amazon at number one in the pet loss category. Then another book, Ghosts on a Medium Vacation, includes Ghosts of England and Ghosts of the Birdcage Theater. Meet the ghosts Rob encountered and learn history of the places he visited. Ghosts and Spirits include Ghosts and Spirits Explained, Lessons Learned from Talking to the Dead, Kindred Spirits, How a Medium Befriended a Spirit, in case files of inspired ghost tracking. From paranormal investigations to haunted places and spirits of loved ones who have communicated and proven their existence from beyond the grave. Now, this is interesting. As a scientist, Rob also provides some scientific explanations about how energy is the baseline for the afterlife and the medium that entitles us to communicate. Whew, welcome, Rob. Thank you for having me, Rachel. It's great to be here. Yeah, thank you. I'm so excited. Uh, I have always have people asking to have someone on the show who works with animals. We're also fascinated about our our fur family members and what they're thinking, and especially when we, you know, they leave their earthly body. How are they doing? Are they still around us? So I'm grateful for your time, Rob. I wanted to start by asking about your most recent book, Pets in the Afterlife Three. Could you tell us a little bit about that book? 
Sure. Um, so I, I've written uh, three Pets in the Afterlife books because <clears throat> I have um, I developed the ability to communicate with pets after my puppy passed in 2005 when he was tragically killed by a car. He had um, he'd opened the door for me to communicate with pets. And uh, Pets in the Afterlife 3 is the third installment in the series of um of ways and stories how pets communicate with us from the other side. It contains readings that I have done for people and their confirmations, and it contains stories from other people um, with their own experiences. And it also teaches you how to cope with grief. There's a special chapter in the book about how to deal with grief in many different ways. I love that. Um, is there a certain animal that communicates better than other animals in the afterlife? Well, um, in terms of being able to communicate with animals in the afterlife, I can really only communicate with domesticated animals hmm. because wild animals don't know our language. They don't learn our habits. Um, they, they don't, they don't really associate with us. So there has to be some kind of, uh, relationship there but any domesticated pet whether it be dog cat rabbit horse i've even communicated with rats and gerbils <laughs> so oh, they're so smart so there's so many different animals that that can communicate different things to me mm. what about chickens are chickens smart rob i haven't communicated with a chicken but i'm sure that <laughs> I'm sure that a chicken would be able to communicate, you know, if they, if a chicken lived in the house or. Right. Um, right. A lot around. of people are doing that these days, bringing chickens inside and um, having them as pets. Well, that's fascinating. So do your, do your pets that like your puppy that passed, would you consider your puppy as part of your maybe spirit guide team that comes through to help you when you're channeling? Yes. He actually has become a spirit guide to me. Um, and um, although I, since he passed, I, we have lost three other dogs. They're not spirit guides per se, but but Buzz, the one that passed first, really is a spirit guide. He is really um, he's changed my life. And um, although his time was short, um, I realized much later that he had a purpose and a mission which was to enable me to bring healing to uh, people around the world who lost pets. That's a pretty big mission. Yes. Yes, it is. And, and needed very much. Don't you think? Because um, we, well, we don't really teach about grief or, or support grief in the best way all the time. And it, when it comes to our animals, there seems to be this kind of forced feeling among some people that, well, they're just pets. It's just get another and it can really wreck you because if you're one of those people that your pets are not pets, they're family members. Oh my goodness. That is a significant loss that does deserve the grieving process, right? Sure. Any living thing deserves a grieving process. Um, uh, so as a scientist, I also like to read scientific studies and psychological studies and so forth. And, and several studies that I've, re I've read said that we actually grieve more deeply for our pets than we do for most people. And, and I can attest to that. <laughs> I really can. I can, I can attest to that too. I remember when 
one of my uh, cats, Milo, was hit by a car, I was surprised at the wailing that was coming out, coming out of my mouth. And I'd lost close family. I'd lost a grandparent. I'd even lost a baby at that point. And I thought, well, this is different. This is a different, different type of grieving. This hit me harder. And I was really surprised by it. So it's good for people to hear. They have permission to grieve deeply when it's animals. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, and, and that leads me to one of the other uh, topics that people always ask me about animals with souls. And, you know, I, I have to say it's just people who are uninformed don't understand that every living thing has a soul. Yes. Because it's, a soul is really our the energy within us, coupled with our memories, our personality, and the knowledge of this life we lived. And every living thing has those things. Every living thing has a soul. Um, and, and I think people also forget that animals walked the earth long before man ever showed up. Mm -hmm. And they learned how to survive. Um, so um, <laughs> whenever somebody asks me that question, it just makes me crazy. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. What about trees? Do trees have souls? I think that they have soul energy. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, you know, in science, we have actually, uh, we can actually pick up sound that sounds like a tree uh, yells or, mm -hmm. or screams, if you will, um, when its branches are broken and it's living. Um, those are some scientific studies that, that, uh, you know, they're out of my realm of understanding, but I'm a meteorologist, so <laughs> I'm not a botanist. Yeah, that's wonderful. I, I really appreciate your scientific background because it brings beautiful balance to your, your mediumship. And I would imagine that it brings a lot of credibility to you, especially for those people who are kind of teetering between belief and skepticism. That's just a really wonderful thing you bring to the table. And my question is, what have you learned from a scientific background about energy and working with people and animals, beings on the other side? How does that work? Okay. Um, so I, I have learned that energy is the the foundation of the paranormal. And um, what happens after we die is that the energy within us, if you think of blood pumping, um, if you think of cells splitting, if you think of thoughts being little electrical impulses that we can measure, that energy has to go somewhere after our physical body dies and it stops. So it couples with memories, personality, and knowledge. And then we make a choice to either stay here on earth at a fixed location of our choosing, and that's what I call a ghost. Or we cross over and join the energies of the universe or heaven or whatever you want to call it, the other side. That is something I call the spirit. So although they are both energy entities, their location makes them different. Um, also, energy comes into play too, because as beings of energy, if you will, they require energy to get strong enough to communicate with us. So both of them use physical energies like heat, light, water, and electricity. But the, the difference lies in emotional energies. And uh, Rachel, the, so earthbound ghosts use negative emotional energy. That is fear, anxiety, depression, and anger. Those things fuel a ghost to get strong enough to communicate. Spirits on the other side um, are fueled by love, faith, and hope. 
So those are our loved ones on the other side. And and 98 to 99% of all pets cross over. So if you're listening and you're wondering if your pet has crossed over, uh, the answer is yes. 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 When our animals cross over, what are some of the signs that are shown to us to know that they're still around? How do we know they're still around? Oh, gosh, there's a lot of signs, which is why I've actually been able to fill three books <laughs> with them. <laughs> yeah. Um, they communicate in many, many ways. Um, the easiest way for people to get a message from their their loved ones, whether it be person or pet, is through dreams. Dreams are the easiest way they can do that. Because when we are awake, our logical minds tend to discount things. They di- We discount coincidences. And when it comes to spirit, there is no such thing as a coincidence. Um, we discount uh, anything, um, such as pets will lead us to another pet that looks like them, just to let us know that they're around. Yeah. Um, pets will influence things in nature, just like people do. They they may influence a bird or a squirrel to stop and and stare at you. Or they may the or a squirrel may come to your door. In one instance, a woman said um, when her husband passed away, a um, a groundhog came to her back sliding glass door and just stared inside, and she knew that he had sent it. When her dog passed three years later, another groundhog came to her back door and stared. So she knew that her husband was helping their dog send a message. To his mom. Mm, I love that. You know, I've often heard the angels and human spirit say, there are no coincidences. Everything is a message. Just look for us. Everything counts. They say everything counts. That seems to be a great rule of thumb because you're right. We do miss things or we discount them because we think, oh, well, that groundhog was there anyway. Uh Uh-uh. That's a loved one saying, hello, I'm here. I'm great. Love you. (laughs) Throughout history, dreamers have opened the door for positive change that reshapes the world. Our dreams and stories can also attract individual prosperity and success. Join creative artist Valerie June, Aisha Ophelia, Jacqueline Suskin, and Sarah Walco for The Power of Radical Imagination, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Ignite your radical imagination and cultivate positive change. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. That's wonderful. Sure. Yeah. What so many other ways too that pets communicate with oh, us. Oh, give me an example. I'd love to hear. Okay, so um, so they can communicate with uh, by noises, um, uh, by by feelings, by temperature feelings, and I can explain that scientifically. Um, but noises that are common after our pets pass away are uh, things like nails on a floor. Uh, you may hear your dog or cat snoring softly, even though they're not there anymore. Um, you may hear a collar jingle. Um, you may hear them go upstairs or downstairs. So you may hear them walking. Um, you may hear a bark or you may hear a meow. And usually that sounds like it's in uh, another room. But the fact is, is that it takes so much energy to to break through that veal, if you will, 
that it they're they're actually right in the same room. It just sounds like they're far away. Yeah, or through a tunnel, I've noticed. Um, yeah, it has that kind of almost a hollow effect, or like you said, they're far away. That's but they are right by you. I love that. Yes. Mm-hmm. So and and I can also address the feelings of 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 coldness. Mm-hmm. If, if you would like. So when uh, if an animal comes through and we feel cold, you know, in movies and things, that's one of the things that happens right before something paranormal, scary happens. But in in truth, when we feel mm-hmm. something cold around us, it doesn't mean that it's going to be scary or paranormal. It could be our animals, right? Absolutely. And and I, as a scientist, I figured out why that happens. Um, and again, it all goes back to energy. So. In order for a spirit to give us a sign that they're around, they have to draw energy from somewhere. So when your dog or cat want to let you know that they're around, what they do is they draw the energy of motion from molecules of air. What that does is it slows the molecules of air down and fast moving molecules of air are warm air. Slower moving molecules of air are cooler air. So they actually withdraw the energy from the molecules of air, the motion, and they cool they cool it down in a certain in a certain area where they are. Um, so that's why sometimes you know if you're sitting at your kitchen table and your dog used to or cat used to circle your legs at dinner time, and suddenly you feel coolness around your feet, <laughs> they are probably very much there, still doing the same thing, waiting for something to drop off the table. Mm, that's fascinating. When animals, go ahead. This is what happens when you talk to a geek, right? (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I share it. No, I I love the passion. Yeah, no, it's great. (laughs) And we don't ever really talk about the science behind mediumship. So, you know, I'm just eating this up and I know the listeners are loving it as well. We go, we work so much on faith and belief. It sure is nice to hear the other side of it. So thank you. It's great. Are they reunited with, let's say there's a puppy born, you know, of a litter and then is adopted eight weeks later. Do they have memories of their, their mom? Are they reunited with their bio family on the other side? They are definitely connected to them on the other side, so they can they can find them. Um, that, that actually, no one has ever asked me that question. But so love acts as an invisible tether that binds all of us together. So once we're on the other side, it's like a giant spider web uh, that goes out, and we are connected. We are interconnected with it, really everybody through some through some way. Yeah, that collectiveness, um, that co- collective consciousness, that oneness. Yes. I like the web idea. Yes, absolutely. I can feel and see that. So, and they will always be on the other side waiting for us. Um, and they do get greeted by our loved ones in spirit, whether they're whether they're animals or whether they're people. Um, uh, one of the questions I get asked very often is who is on the other side? Yeah. Who was on the other side waiting for my my cat or my dog? Um, and it's amazing that that cats and dogs have been able to tell me either first names or very vivid descriptions. Sometimes it's one or the other. Sometimes it's both. Um, um, but I just did a reading last week where uh, uh, 
I think it was a, I think it was a, a dog that gave me two women's names and two men's names and two dogs description description of two dogs and <laughs> the the pet parent wrote me back and she said I've identified every single person that you mentioned and I did have a dog that was small and white and I did have a dog that was medium sized and beige <laughs> and she said, I'm totally astounded. How, how can they convey that? And I said, well, they really just show me images in my mind. Mm -hmm. um, and, and they repeat the name of the person that the spirit tells them. And that's how I do it. Oh, that's fascinating. What a good life. Mm, I love it. Pets are a lot smarter than we think they are. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I agree. And I've always felt with my my pets that are here with me now and my pets um, that are crossed over, you know, after a certain point, their vocabulary must be so strong because they listen to us talking about them and around them and to them all the time. And at some point I think, my goodness, you must know everything I'm saying. <laughs> They're so smart. Yeah. They pretty much, they do learn a lot. So my, um, all of my books also include the the science of in, intelligence and behavior, um, and I use dogs as a baseline because um, I'm a big fan of Dr. Stanley Corin, mm. who studied uh, who studied dogs because he had dogs, um, but it, the same applies to uh, to cats as well, um, and he found that dogs have the intelligence of a three to five year old child. Wow. Uh, because they learn on a lot of different ways. So there's instinctual learning, there's routine, they, there's language learning, there's emotional learning, they learn how to play well with others, um, they learn how and where to go to the restroom, you know, uh, there, there's all kinds of levels of learning that they go through that human children go through. And um, and we we bring them up the same way human children, uh, we bring up human children, we, we take them to school. Uh, to obedience. We take them to the doctor. We get them to exercise. We get them to play well with others. Um, and I always, I always joke that the only difference between uh, dogs and human children is that dogs don't grow up and marry someone you don't like and move away. <laughs> <laughs> right? So. Right. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Rob, tell me how people can get a reading from you. So you give readings as, as part of your calling, right? How do people get a reading from you for their animals? I do. Um, so I, I, let me just say up front that I never set out to, to give readings. I really wanted to write books about the experiences and teach people how they could see signs for themselves. But the demand has been crazy. So they can go to my website, which is robgutrow.com, or if you can't spell my last name, it's petspirits.com goes to the same place <laughs> and the instructions are on there. Um, I, I charge a small fee because it takes me, it takes me 30 minutes to type up every reading and, and I type them up. I don't do them by phone. Um, I, I don't do them by zoom um, because I really have to listen to the pet. Um, and I had that, I had something uh, similar happened this this weekend. Um, I was trying to listen to a pet, and I I really had to ask the pet like four times what the name of the person was because they kept kind of I don't know slurring it. 
<laughs> and it took me about 10 minutes to get it. And then I was finally able to type it. And then it was confirmed by the, the pet parent. But, so if I'm talking to somebody on the phone. There's no way I'm going to be able to get that. Yeah, that's right. It's There's a lot of distractions there, I bet. So you really get, this is the way you tune in. This is your way. I love it. So go yeah. to petspirits.com or Rob Gutro, which is R-O-B-G-U-T-R-O.com to find out how to get a reading. To purchase the books, what's the best way for people to research your books and purchase those? Um, they can go on Amazon. They're all on Amazon. Um, I, and I'm a self-published author. Um, so, uh, you know, I do all the writing and marketing and design and everything all by myself. Um, so I'm kind of a one-man band, if you will. <laughs> um, and... Um, so amazon.com, they're available on ebook and paperback. And because I'm a self-published author and I really want people to get comfort, I set, I can set the price as low as I can set it, um, on these books based on the page count. So I do that. So all my books are under $10. Oh, wow. That's so great. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not out to make a, a profit. Um, I per se, I, you know, if I could break even, I'm happy, <laughs> but, um, I really just want to bring people comfort. And, um, honestly, Rachel, I've, I've talked to people in Turkey, um, in Brazil, in England, uh, in Canada, Mexico, um, everywhere around the world. I have done readings for people and it's just amazing. Mm, it's wonderful. Well, I'm so grateful that you spent time with us today. And um, I'm just, I've learned so much. I know everybody has that's listened. So we are grateful. And everybody go get the books, read them, learn something, and feel the spirit of this wonderful person who's here to share love from your pets and information about the spirit world because we're always learning, we're always discovering. And Rob, we thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes. Friends, if you'd like to get a hold of me, go to rachelcorpus.com. Of course, you can find me on social media. You know how that rolls. Just look for it, right? You'll find me. Most importantly, I want to tell you that if you have not heard this recently, you are loved. I really mean that. I want you to feel that in your whole being. And I love you. And I can't wait to talk to you next time. been listening to Angel Talk with me, Rachel Corpus, Angel Communicator and Psychic Medium. If you'd like to connect, visit my website, rachelcorpus.com. I'm Dr. Mona Lisa, and I've been a medical intuitive for over 30 years. Let me help you find new ways to heal physical and emotional problems. Be a part of my Healthy Living Intuitively podcast studio audience every week. Follow me on Facebook, Dr. Mona Lisa fan page, and Instagram, Dr. Mona Lisa One, to get that information. I answer audience questions, and you can learn from people calling in that might be dealing with the same things that you are. Follow Healthy Living Intuitively 
part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and wherever you get your podcasts.